You gotta see that naked unicorn over there. Ow, I'm so naked. Tank fly, boss walk, jam, nitty gritty. You're listening to the boy from the big bad city, and this is Jam Hot. Welcome to the Naked Unicorn Podcast, hosted by Jason Sorotin. Hello and welcome to the Naked Unicorn Podcast. I'm Jason Sorotin. Today I'm joined by the head of our audio department here at ECG, Joe. Okay, Joe. Joe and I, I just wrote his name phonetically because Joe's worked here for almost two years, right? A little over two years, yeah. Yeah, over two years. And I've always thought your name was Discola, <laughs> but it's actually, here we go, Decosola. There you go. Decosola. Joe Decosola. Yeah. Joe, thank you for being here today. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about studio mixing, and it's an area where I sit in a lot of your sessions, mm-hmm. and I have no clue what you're doing. So maybe this <laughs> is the time for us to kind of talk about it and get to know it. But let's start by talking about currently what you've built here as the head of our audio department mm-hmm. um, at the new facility. What rooms do we have? What are you working on to kind of take me through it? Yeah, so um, we now have three audio suites in this space, whereas the last one we had just the one. Um, so each room kind of serves a different purpose. Um, the room I spend most of my time in, Audio One, that is the uh, main room for doing mixing. Um, obviously, you can be doing sound design work as well. But it's the other rooms, Audio Two and Three, where it's more specific to anything recording-wise, um, doing voiceovers, fully work, uh, ADR. Um, that's where those rooms serve those purposes. And down the road, when we get like more people in audio, you know, they can be in those rooms working as well. But I think those rooms will be great for additional sound design work where you don't need to super focus on what it sounds like at the moment. It's more just getting the sounds, syncing them up. And then it's the room that I'm in all the time, Audio One, where it's the final, final mix, getting things uh, set in stone and sounding really good. And that's really our audio supervised suite. It, that's yeah. kind of how, how I think about it. Yeah, that's a great way so, to put so it. So let's talk about what each room has. So your room, which we're calling Supervised Audio One, until mm-hmm. we come up with a cooler name, <laughs> what's in that room? What do you? What kind of rig are you working with? What, where are you at right now? Yeah, and the nice thing being that there's constantly changes, um, uh, just upgrading things. But at the moment, um, I mean, it's got the uh, the big soundboard. It's the Avid S3, very uh, common, great board um, that works well for the Pro Tools users. Um, obviously I just said Pro Tools as well, the, and the, the using Pro Tools Ultimate, it's really jam packed with a lot of useful tools. Um, currently having uh, universal audio, uh, Apollo interface, it's super helpful for these bigger projects. Um, and it's great for, while we don't currently have, um, you know, the five, one surround sound projects, you know, w- that gives us the opportunity to do that when the door comes. Um, and. We've got, um, you know, love the Genelex speakers. We've got um, a pair of the baby Genelex as well for um, being able to listen to a mix in a different... Yeah, those Genelex speakers that you have are monstrous. What yeah. size are those? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but they're definitely bigger than the common ones that everyone else has. They're like two feet tall. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty big. They're, they're big on those stands. Yeah, they're scary. Like when you put your head up to it and like, oh, this is bigger than me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I'd like to hear those thump at full volume sometimes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So when you're when you're mixing and I know, you know, we put a lot of thought into the shape of the room and you've been working on soundproofing, not only that room, but our fully suite and all of that. Um what what were kind of the the main things that you were hoping to have? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, there's so much. Um, it, audio is is so uh, it, it requires so much. But yeah, like you said, each room kind of needs its own uh, treatment because the room absolutely affects how just things sound, um, not just in recording, but in like playback as well. So the rooms just kind of need the the everyday treatment of studios, just things on the wall, things on the ceilings, things on the door, just to get it to, um, so that what you're listening to is more true to itself. You know, you're not, um, being distracted by whatever early reflections or whatever, you know, bass that's bouncing off the wall behind the speakers. Um, and that's just for the, you know, supervised mixed room, the, the Foley booth, the recording rooms for VOs, those need stuff too, just to help isolate it, keep things from, uh, bleeding in, you don't want uh you don't want other people you don't you don't want to hear uh like people laughing or talking in the background when they're so obviously in a different room but yeah we've been getting there day by day it's like that much closer yeah it's looking really good oh, you yeah. have you have three giant you have a, a giant uh, uh i think it's a 50 inch monitor up top and then you have two large Dell monitors or those Dells? They were, I, I had to move them to uh audio three. They, okay. they were blocking the main, the big TV okay, gotcha. and like, that's not going to work. <laughs> okay. See, I mean, it's a great place. It's got a couch in the back where you can yeah. sit. Let's talk through studio mixing. Mm-hmm. Like as a studio mixer, what are, what, what is the goal that you're trying to accomplish? And like, Take me through the process of like, so you get, what What do you get from our edit team here at ECG? Yeah. Um, I mean, it totally depends on the project too. Um, looking at the more bigger, heavier projects. Um, I mean, I'm getting, when we're at Picture Lock, I'm getting all their audio. Um, I'm getting like literally as their edit was laid out into um, my session in Pro Tools. And then I'm just kind of dissecting it making how are they delivering the files what file types are they are so they OMFs? omfs or af there's those are the uh the the one of the two type of files and it's literally like a layout like a map of what their edit looks like transferred over to my program um which is so great because it's not like it's not like they're exporting each track for me and then that's all i have to work with like i can literally take a clip and extend it either oh, direction. You got, the, you got the handles. Yeah, I got the handles. And that's so helpful for the the cleaning part where I'm like, you know, even just like in a basic interview, you know, you're gonna hear the room, you're gonna hear the AC or people talking or whatever, traffic noise. And that becomes really helpful where I need to be like, all right, that thing right there, I need to get rid of that. And I can, you know, work with the handles and try to find a nice quiet two seconds of sound that I can take out. Um, but yeah, I mean, depending on the projects, the the bigger ones, like I'm currently working on uh, the one show, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of dialogue. There's a lot of different scenes. And uh, kind of at the moment, I'm going through different scenes and cleaning them up using uh, God, uh, using my favorite plugin company, uh, Isotope. I'd be nothing without them and their tools are so helpful. <laughs> Isotope? Isotope. They are... Uh, Isotope. Mm-hmm. Isotope. They are amazing. Um, every engineer How knows them. How do you spell them. that? I Z O T O P E. Okay. Yeah. They they're I mean, gosh, like I don't want to live in a world where they don't exist. <laughs> wow, we got a fanboy. We gotta get yeah. them on the horn. Yeah, <laughs> please do. That'd be amazing. That would be great. We should do a podcast <laughs> with them. That'd be sick. I love to hear how they come up with their ideas because they'll come up with another plugin and like, how the heck did you come up with this concept? Like now I need it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't live without exactly. it. Exactly. Um, so you're cleaning it up. When you say cleaning up, you're taking out any extraneous noise, yeah. your 
you're making the uh, um I know we were we did a short film with mm-hmm. the artist JID yeah and um you know when you brought out his voice mm-hmm. it just really sounded so good Thank people you. will be able to see that soon <laughs> like so is that part of your process and is it so like w- when 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 I'm editing right mm-hmm. I'm laying everything out. I know exactly what I want to do. I'm doing in phases. Do you go through, clean it up first, and then do a pass where you go back through and you start tweaking individual like things? Or oh, is yeah. it kind of like fixing everything as you go? No, I totally have a process. Um, I don't know. I'm sure everyone can tell you their own process, but my process has definitely been clean all the audio, just going through each character's track and, and their dialogue and just trying to, to sweeten it up, getting rid of any noise, clicks, pops, just little things that make a huge difference. And then once I'm done with that stage, I then focus on the actual like mixing part using compression, EQ, if it's needed, reverb, just things that that's what the big like mixing part is bringing a balance to the whole short, the whole, yeah, the whole video. And uh, once that's in, uh, I mean, JID, that was a great um, example where, um, with mixing because there's there's also sound design and that plays a huge role too depending on the project um, but sound design I mean that that's a whole like five-step process right. there too yeah. of its own that uh, was a whole lot of fun um, so studio mixing entails would you say sound design as well I would see that what comes to mind to me is studio mixing is like um, in like a recording studio for music I think um, for what we're doing in film it's really more like um, I guess sound mixing the the, the job title I would put for this role is like re-recording mixer where you're kind of, you're, I mean, you're definitely focusing on like what was recorded on set and making it sound as best as possible. But there's also the next step of, all right, we've got the sound effects. That's got to sound where it needs to sound right in the Foley. That needs to feel realistic. And then of course the music needs to be in its, in its spots. And that's where I like to say, we're bringing a balance to sound where everything's going to be set in stone. Everything's got to sound a, suspe- a specific way, a certain way. And then we're just making it, you know, the final, final version of it. So if we were going to have a page on our website, it would be a misnomer to call it studio mixing. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing though. There's, there's so many different, um, like jobs and like processes within audio. And I think it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of a misconception of like what each person's doing or what, how to get to a certain point in your project. Um, but I don't know, I guess if we're going to like, use a uh, one term i guess sound mixing is the closest thing to it for okay, sure gotcha. yeah yeah that that's good to know because you know w- when we're looking at you know what people are searching for mm-hmm. you kind of you get stuck on one thing and you might pick the wrong word to focus on yeah and so it's good to know that sound mixing is probably more appropriate than studio mixing and it also encompasses all the different things it includes sound design mm-hmm. it includes is there a term for like adding in music um that is a good question um there must not be if you don't know it right off the top of your not head, the top right? of my head but it's also tricky because like you know just looking at the like whatever the marvel movies the big blockbuster hits where they're going to have a composer, a guy who's so dedicated to writing the music and then getting it recorded and, and all of that. And at the end of the day, like for me, like as the audio engineers, like the re-recording mixer, I'm kind of just dropping in the file and then making it sound as good as possible or really just adding anything to help it just work with, um, that film. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite part of sound mixing? Ooh, um, 
if not sound design, I, it's a little cheesy to say, but probably exporting. Not because it's done, but because it's like to be able to step back and look at it and be like, this is what we did. This is really cool. <laughs> so you like the end. I like the end. I mean, part of the journey is the end for sure. Exactly. But, but you know, that's the thing. Like I'm right now with this, you know, few minutes ago, I'm, I'm on the, like the cleaning part. It's a little bit of a grind. It's not super fun, but it's required. And to me, it, it is uh, pretty reward, rewarding to be able to like clean something that just sounds so bad and be like, wow, that really made a difference. I'm glad that like I went through these extra five, 10 minutes to make it sound that much better. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's part of the, like sound design is an obvious favorite because that's the really creative part. It's going like, what the heck does this thing sound like? How can I make this thing sound real? And what can I do to make it sound creative? But I just love being able to hit export and be like, this is so cool. I can't wait to show this off to other people. <laughs> yeah. And Joe's working on a TV show right now that we did uh, called hook and cook. Mm -hmm. And the client um, who was the host of the show, Pam, a uh, really nice woman. Uh, she did a great job on the show, but she's really annoyed by the sounds of her bracelets that the bracelets uh, are making. Yeah. Have you started to look at that and figure out how you're going to solve? And is there a way to solve for something like that? Yeah, there's always a way. Um, the nice thing being that, well, I mean, Hook and Cook has a lot sound wise going for it. I mean, there's different areas, you know, there's the kitchen, there's the, on the, the pier, there's the boat. So uh, there's a lot of different challenges. Um, the bracelet, um, which is a good note. It's good that like, I didn't know that yet. So now I get to be aware of it. <laughs> um, but it goes right back to isotope. Um, love them to death. They're seriously a lifesaver. Um, I did a short film a while ago where exact same thing that the bracelet was too noisy. And, um, in that scenario, I couldn't perfect it, but with isotope, um, their RX audio editor, I was able to at least kind of get into the weeds of it really dissects the exact moment and the frequency that this bracelet is making the sound and to at least attenuate the moment that it happens. So it's not affecting the dialogue. Cause at the end of the day, the dialogue is the most important part yeah. of, of anything of any, of any video film, whatever that can't, uh, you can't roll the dice on the dialogue. That, that's <laughs> right, gotta yeah. be good. So, uh, when I get to Pam's part, I'm going to, I'm going to really be listening in for that bracelet. If I hear something, uh, that's out of the ordinary. I'm going to, it's the same concept. I'm going to be an isotope trying to, uh, just attenuate it, trying to, with the different denoisers, just getting it out of there. If I'm a beginner, um, mm -hmm. in the sound mixing space, yeah. what advice do you have for me? What do I need to do? That is a good question. Um, let's say, let's say you, you, you know, you're, you're in college and you've majored in like audio production. Okay. Um, that's a great question. Um, get a laptop, get a DAW. It doesn't matter what it is at the moment. Get a dog, get a DAW, D-A-W, uh, digital audio workstation. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Get, get a, well, you could get a dog. Okay. It might help. <laughs> so, so now we have to let everybody know digital audio workstation. Yep. DAW. DAW. Now, you yep. learn something new every day. There you go. The more you know. The more you know. Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, there's, there's. On, uh, everywhere you go in the internet, face to face with, with other engineers, they're going to tell you what the best DAW is. If you're a college student, get one that you can get familiar with just to get started. And then pff, the best advice I could say is um, start working on something. Don't wait around for something to show up. Like you're not going to get any practice or experience or any work just waiting for it to happen. Go around in your in your bedroom making it happen. Try to make sounds so that you can sit there on your computer and trying to do something with it. Because 
odds are you're going to learn something new yeah. just by playing around. That That's really good advice. Get in there and actually start doing something. Volunteer. Yeah. You know, d- there are so many films out there with horrible audio that, <laughs> you know, other filmmakers are, are working on. And it's impossible in this business to know everything. That's why, you know. Yeah. I don't know what DAW is, right? Right. <laughs> I wouldn't have known that. I didn't know what isotope was. Yeah. Uh, but but now you do because you're go. Yeah, we're going in and we're exploring and we're learning and we just get in there and ask questions. And we don't feel dumb. Dude, hundred percent. I mean, so just to echo that, like, I'd say the second best thing I could could recommend is like start talking to people. Start talking to people in the industry because I mean, like, you know, we've been talking for a few minutes and bam, you already learned one or two things. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. You're going to learn new things. Be like, whoa, I never knew that. And it's just, there's everyone knows something. People are very afraid to act like they don't know anything, but it's okay. <laughs> you, it's impossible to know everything. Why yeah. are you trying to Yeah. like be open to learning and you're going to make much better relationships and you're going to have a much better career Yeah. because you're not going to be like, Oh, I already know how to do that, <laughs> which is such a lame thing to do anyway. Yeah. Joe, the future of ECG sound mixing department, um, you know, with the fully suite and the voiceover suite and your suite mm-hmm. and just, you know, everything that we have going on here, what kind of projects do you want to get in the door or do you want more of like, where do you hope our audio department goes in the next two years? Wow. Next two years. That's a great question. Um, I would love for us to be doing more of the JD stuff. Um, like, cause so that's like, so we're doing a lot of stuff with backwoods yeah. and other, um, companies doing branded content. Yeah. And so, um, you want to see more branded content come through the door. And that's JID yeah. with Dreamville. If anybody hasn't listened to him, you're crazy. He's he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think more specifically, because JID is a great example where we can we were really able to show off what ECG can do sound-wise. I mean, I, I think that's my best work to date in just sound design-wise and mix-wise. Just like, I, re- I really feel like... Um, like we knocked it out of the park. It just like, I, I can't wait for that project specifically to be released to the world. Yeah. They have a meeting about it today. So yes. if it gets past legal, we'll be good. Yes. But yeah, yeah. More of that, just big sound opportunities. Um, especially the, the project that, um, Seth is currently animating that like, that's yeah. going to be uh, a huge and animation wise love working on animation because there's so many You're opportunities. The world. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're creating the world. Visually, I'm creating the world audibly, and it's 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 such a great opportunity to be a part of. It's so yeah. fun, and it's 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 like I'm hungry for that. I want more of that. Even though we've got a good amount of it, it's like let's keep this train going. Yeah. So Seth, um, who's one of our animators, and he's a director, um, created this show called Muffin Man, <laughs> and it is really really funny animated series. And we decided to, you know, let him go for it. Yeah. And uh, Joe's already been working on it, so it's been great. I hope to do more of those projects, too. I just think, you know, anything where we get to flex our creative muscles mm-hmm. a little bit is always a lot of fun. Joe, thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. If anybody has any questions for Joe, he's a super nice guy. You can hit him up uh, on email at joe at ecgprod.com. And Joe... Um, if you need anything from from somebody in the audio space, Joe will know. And we got to get Joe together with the um, isotope folks. So he <laughs> isotope 
folks so that we can chat more and maybe we'll do that on the next podcast so joe thanks for your time today thank 100%. you all for listening for the naked unicorn podcast i'm jason sroten at ecg productions we'll see you next time later ow i'm so naked <laughs>